0: I'm excited to be back. Come on, aren't you guys excited to be back? Uh, Hey, we're making penis jokes here about his pea trap. Wednesday? Wednesday? September 11th, 2019. It's time for the show that condenses the weekly geek happenings into 60 minutes or less. This is the Noob Shelter Podcast, episode 12. And it only took us three weeks to get here. Dayanara and broadcasting live from deep underneath the city of Tacoma, Washington in the Noob Shelter Bunker. Good evening to you, humanites. I am Matt Fugitive.
1: Never fear, Freebird is here. Was that it? With a sea of peppers.
0: <laughs> you changed it and then, like, didn't... Then,
1: uh, I can't edit I can't wow. the talk. Oh yeah, we'll have to edit
0: day. it. I'll have to give you guys uh, permission.
2: Oh, sitting on top of my ivory throne, not changing my intro from my skyscraper <laughs> and Puyallup. South of everyone else on the show, it's Fade to Black.
0: All right! Fade's here. Uh,
1: now that you guys are all sorts of thrown off, we do the chit-chat, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> of course we do. Well, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I guess. So I said we yeah. weren't going to do it live uh, in the newsletter, but I, I-, I like... Even though there's nobody out there, yeah. at some point in time, someone's gonna watch this video, uh, or do download. Yeah, you know. So
1: hang on. What? Let me do the social bits and light the fires of Gondor.
0: Well, you don't have to do the social bits. We already that the message just went out on our Noob Shelter page.
1: Right, and I do the, my part by sharing it.
0: Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like what we uh, there's no fires to light oh there are you little fuckers there's no fires anyways so so good evening to y'all we've been away uh i'm i'm addressing our podcast listeners now because nobody's ever listening to the show live so we stopped doing it live uh if you all are part of noob shelter facebook page facebook.com forward slash noob shelter you should join join and sign up. If you do, we get 100 hundred people liking the page. We're going to do a special episode uh, with all three of us on cam. So not that kind of cam people. Get your minds out of the gutter. On, but anyway, so we've had a very long two and a half, three weeks. I think it's been about two and a half weeks, three weeks. Uh, it's just been back to back to back to back family stuff. Not going to get too much into it, but thank you guys for hanging in there with us. If you listen to the podcast, we are back in action. We're going to be doing it on Mondays again uh, at 9 p.m. Pacific, maybe earlier, since we're not really doing a live stream. Well, we we kind of are. I decided that on my way home that I, I do like doing a live thing. You guys are going to get to see me. So Facebook.com slash Noob shelter is where we're going to do it from now on. I don't have to set up anything or configure a butt. Or uh, turn on a freaking server somewhere in Pakistan. I could just push a button and hit go. So yeah,
2: he no longer has to use his butt plug.
0: No, butt plugs are tired. <laughs> Get
2: off the stage, you drunk bastard! Hey, I saw you checking out my goods. You want a sample? Them? A little tribe before you buy, huh? Come here, bitch.
0: Stand and deliver. Moist. Ah, nice little combo, though. Anyways, so yeah, so that's where we're standing. Uh, We didn't get any donations. I don't think I haven't even checked out the email in three weeks. Because I have no idea. Uh, Wow. Nothing. Nothing. One email and it was a solicitor. (laughs) (laughs) That goes to show. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, show at NoobShelter.com. Check us out. So, it's been a while since I have... Done a podcast with you guys. John, what you up to, man?
1: Uh well the garbage disposal decided to die.
0: I'm sorry.
1: I spent lots stuffed into the cabinet under the sink there, and I pulled the whole P Trap assembly. I don't know if it's the builders of the place or what. But where it connects up is a two inch piece. So I had to like piecemeal some stuff. Finally I got most of it fixed and the plumbing's good, but the garbage disposal's bad. So and Mariah flooded the kitchen a little bit.
0: Ooh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah.
1: So so what was that trap
0: called again? A P trap? P-trap. P-trap, and mm. it's two inches?
1: The connection to the outside is two inch on the, the screw.
0: You got a two inch connection on your P-trap. <sighs> I had to go there, oh. I'm sorry.
1: That's okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, because apparently he's
2: a 12 year old boy right now.
0: Yeah, I am. It's been a while, man. I gotta I got get back it's into cool the groove, here. man. That's the groove. Groove is in the hot. Come on. No. I'm excited to be back. Come on. Aren't you guys excited to be back? Uh, hey, we're making penis jokes here about his pee trap.
1: You just sort of sprung the live. We're out of sorts. Yeah,
0: exactly. I sprung the live. Oh, yeah. We are out of sorts. Well, it's not like we haven't done live before, so it's like whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I was not expecting to be on live. Why? Because you told me we weren't going to be live.
0: Always expect the unexpected so dude.
1: <laughs> so.
0: But anyway, so Mike, what have you been up to, man?
2: Oh, a crap ton of transition. Um really so Mike? my daughter's living here and uh Ew. she started school a couple weeks week and a half ago. Oh, is she actually say. living
0: with you guys now full yep. time? She
2: is officially living with us full time.
0: Woo woo! So awesome and uh
2: this past weekend, brought her cat up uh, back up with her, so that's an interesting uh, uh, experience. Yeah, with
0: your little with your little doggy.
2: Oh yeah, it's <laughs> the the reaction was not something I initially expected because um, my dog wants to do is extremely obsessed with this cat and is doing everything it can to mm-hmm. mother it. So, wait, wait, wait!
0: The dog's trying to mother the cat, or the cat's trying to mother the dog? I missed
2: that. No, one. the dog is trying to mother the cat.
0: Okay, <laughs> so
2: that's which that, that I mean, interesting. It, it makes a little bit of sense because uh, before my cat um, passed, uh, my dog used to mother him.
0: So ah, okay, <laughs> after
2: and me, they got used to it. And let me
0: guess, the cat don't give no shits.
2: Uh well the cat's skittish because she's only been in this house since Sunday.
0: Yeah, so a lot. they'll get They'll Trying
2: to um, one or two things will adjust, happen.
0: Yeah, so. one or two ah. things will happen. Either the cat will adjust and will love the dog, and the dog will love the cat, or the cat will adjust and just stay in his, uh in his or hers uh section of the house upstairs.
2: Yeah, well, hopefully that. Uh, The latter does not happen because we want her to be feeling all welcome and stuff. Oh, yeah, of course. Totally. So. That'd be good. Yeah. A lot of changes. Yeah. My cat
0: was, um, thank God, because one of my roommates down here in the bunker that that share the other other side of the wall of the bunker, uh, they got a dog, big old white dog. And my cat hated that dog, was pissed off, and because of it was pissing and shitting all over the bunker and yeah, it was horrible. And I was about to rehome him, but the two have finally found common ground and I caught them napping with each other on the, on the couch outside, outside the room the other day. So they've learned to adapt with each other now. So the dog don't eat the cat's food or bug the cat unless the cat wants to be bugged. And the cat is no longer pissing and shitting in my room because the cat is banned from my room.
1: Nah, that's always a solution.
0: Yeah, I just kicked the cat out. So I was like, you can't sleep with me no more. You sleep out here. This is your room now. I'll come out and love you every once in a while and feed you and give you water but and change your litter box. But the rest of it, that's on you, man. So, But beyond that, just been dealing my own crap, doing work, and yeah, nothing else going on. Summer's over with, unfortunately, which is sad. I hope your guys, you guys had a pretty good summer. Uh, mine was pretty... My I did the Seattle thing, and the rest of it was just meh. Uh, Labor mm. Day, the reason why we didn't do the show on Labor Day was because I had promised the kids all weekend s'mores. And we finally, we had gotten a fire pit on Saturday. Finally, an outdoor fire pit. And I was like, okay, we're going to do s'mores on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday came and went. We had, there was some family drama upstairs. I don't want to get into it, but we couldn't do s'mores on Sunday. So Monday was the next logical option. So we ended up getting this more stuff and doing it on Monday. That's why we didn't broadcast on Monday. And then the Uh following Monday, uh, one of the roommates here, through an act of bravery, broke his hand. And I'm not going to say how or why, but he broke his hand and had to go to the ER to get that mended and looked at. So he's in a cast for six weeks. But what he did was um admirable and i salute him and he did a good thing so i did not realize when we were doing this podcast of the date so i do want to say something real quick uh thoughts and hopes and everything i don't like saying thoughts and prayers because it's just kind of like brushing it aside but just so you know everybody you know that was a victim that lost a family member in the September 11th attacks. You, you're in our, you're, you're in my thoughts. You're in my heart. I am a fellow New Yorker. I was, I was not in the city when that happened. I was upstate, working as a taxi dispatcher. Um, but you know, I, I heard and I watched everything on the TV. So I, I, I was there and I heard the jets flying overhead and heading down to the city. So, you know, the to all the people that that sacrificed themselves, that like were first responders. You guys are awesome. I, I, I'm not good at this stuff, but I figured I'd just say something since it's September 11th. I don't want to just gloss by it without not saying anything. So yeah. um, so here on the Noob Shelter, we, I, I am a man of honor. I try to be. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to say I'm wrong. And I caught myself on something about a couple of weeks ago, and I was going to talk about this Uh, Two episodes ago I made a note to bring it up Because I am A white male And I assumed Something that didn't happen Correctly Let let me explain So as you guys may or may not remember We dropped the legacy episode Of the Noob Shelter Where we talked about the Five Guys scandal And Phil Fish And all that, that stuff First of all Phil Fish is still a douchebag,
1: douchebag,
0: and he will always be a douchebag. But I was under the impression that a key player in that was 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 part of it. I did not realize that it was a that they were what's the word a clean slate. They were they were absolved of their sins. And that is uh, Zoe Quinn. She's the girl that was at the center of the five guy scandal, Gamergate, as it were, where it was assumed that she was having sexual relations with uh, game journalists to get good promotions for her video game that was coming out at the time. I don't remember the name of it. But after reading the articles about the Me Too movement affecting the game industry, which we're going to be talking about here in just a moment, I have been further updated that she was cleared of all charges. So she did not, I repeat, did not have any sex with any journalists to promote her game. And she was legit a victim of doxing and harassment by members of the video game industry by fellow gamers and so on and so forth. So I don't have a douching jingle as of yet. I was going to build something, but I completely got sidetracked this week. So we're officially removing Zoe Quinn from the dedouching list, uh, from the douchebag list of the Noob Shelter. We'll we'll make it a ceremony. (laughs) Um, And then I apologize for not further researching it. Well, we actually originally talked about this show. We were still just getting started and that was like years ago or like a couple of years, about a year or two ago that we brought that up. So yeah, that's
1: further back than that.
0: Yeah, it was a while ago, a long while ago. I was sitting so,
1: up on, you know.
0: yeah, that's right. You were. So it was so, a while ago. We just kind of, four years. We just kind of talked about it. We gave our two cents, our thoughts and opinions, and we just dropped it right then and there and moved on to the next thing. We did not further investigate the Gamergate scandal like we should have. And for that, I apologize. That was completely on me and my fault. I just wanted to get that out of the way because that is a big deal. When you accuse somebody of doing something that they, they are obviously free and clear of doing. And I think I might've mentioned about that on the last podcast or sometime during the new podcast. So again, I apologize about that. If anybody heard that and are like, well, she was cleared. Like, Well, now I I, I found out about this three weeks ago, so I apologize. But anyways, so moving. Well, go ahead, Mike.
2: I'm sorry. I have to freaking comment on this because I understand she was cleared of all those charges, but that does not absolve her of actually truly being a douchebag. Why? Seriously? You seriously have have forgotten All of the talks, all the freaking seminars, all that crap that she hosted about being a feminist, and is nothing but a true freaking douchebag in panties.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, okay, I remember. Come on. Well, (laughs) for I
2: understand.
0: Well, we didn't talk about the seminars.
2: That I understand that she's absolved of, but this woman, oh my god. I have never been so pissed off listening to someone talk in a long time.
0: Just, <laughs> I'll have to I, I'll have to check out some of her seminars as they were you and
2: see. really do she railed during you during that time frame she railed hardcore against the gaming industry for sexist views within video games. okay mm. that initial statement I understood and I agreed with. Right. However, the way she went about explaining her views and what she meant by them took it to crazy land.
0: I'm not saying she's not crazy. I'm just saying she's resolved of like having uh, being accused of having sex for. For for journal uh, for good reviews. That's all I'm saying.
2: Uh, that's understandable. Um, I yeah. mean, she's
0: probably still a horrible person, but we I uh, we initially put her on the douchebag list just for that particular thing because that's a okay. messed up thing to do. So well, I'm, then, just change I'm your saying, title. I'm just removing the douche, her <laughs> off the douchebag list. If she wants to go out and be a feminist and shoot out her mouth, that's fine. Just as long as she, she does it and doesn't make headlines about it, I'm cool.
2: Oh. She just needs to be kept on the douchebag list, just for different reasons.
0: Well, if she does something stupid, then I'll put her back on the douchebag list. But until she then, she already
2: has. Holy crap! Well, then just I will do more research,
0: and then on the next episode, I'll, I'll see if I can put her back on the douchebag list. But anyway, so uh,
1: have to have some sort of like a court types. The
0: segments. people's court. Oh, I need the people's court jingle.
1: Dun dun dun. Or, dun, dun dun. Or just dun. like a gavel sound.
0: Yeah, right? You're right. Oh, I got the gong. We could do it as a gong show bit.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> That's quick shots, dude.
0: I know, but... Cool. anyways, so... Moving on to our first article. We don't have any breaking news. We're not doing the top five gaming news this week. I'm actually going to be restructuring that. I think I'm going to do something different with it uh the next podcast but me too hashtag me too you've all known it you've all heard it it's hitting it's hit everywhere it has hit the entertainment industry it has hit academia it has hit education and it has hit the video game industry now this is probably not the first instance of Uh, sexual abuse and or assault being accused within member uh, uh, against members of the video game industry. But this is the biggest one. So this article came out on Wednesday, August 28th. So I apologize that it is old, but on Monday of that week, a developer, Natalie Lawhead published a blog post about her time working for an unnamed developer in Vancouver. Titled Calling Out My Rapist, it alleges that composer Jeremy Soule raped Lawhead after meeting her at a party and striking up a friendship. In the day since, Lawhead made the allegation against Soule. More members of the industry have come forward to share their own experiences of abuse, accusing several industry men of unwanted advances and sexual assault. Law had said that she met Sol when she was struggling with burnout from her job and problems with immigration. And the composer was someone she was able to connect with as a fellow artist. She wanted a friend and they were not in a romantic relationship, but she said their conversations took a turn and he had started becoming misogynistic and sexist quoting her. He talked about sex, about the my- mystical power women held over men with sex, how men are helpless And they need sex. How he needs sex and a relationship so he can write his music. He talked about how composing is sexual and how he will write about sex as inspiration in his music. He talked about how performing music is very sexual. He wrote songs about women that he had relationships with this way. What he does to women is what inspires his music. Douchebag! Thank you, thank you. I'll be all week. (laughs) Wrong one.
1: You and I know. The you will be sizzling like fajita meat.
0: So that happened. Now, apparently, uh, this guy has been around. And there's a couple other people coming out about him. Uh, she also quoted that he made advances on me and explained that I didn't want this and wanted a friendship. He was very threatening and didn't listen. He made it clear that it's him or bust. So with that, he did the evil r-word thingy with her uh lawhead's blog post also details her time working on an arg uh, working on an arg and other projects including emails between her and the company she was working with at the time they show her fighting to get paid for her work at a job where she felt exploited and pressured into staying eventually she was let go since the blog post was published and this is still going on, other members of the industry have come forward and spoken publicly about alleged abusers. Goddess mode writer Zoe Quinn tweeted out a post that accused Night in the Woods developer Alec Holoka of abuse, explaining that reading Lawhead's post inspired her to share something she's been silent about, about for almost her whole career. Uh Quinn accuses Holoka of abusing her and and says he was regularly mean and violent. She has been staying with him. She had been staying with him after he invited her to come to Winnipeg and start an indie house with friends. But she says he convinced her to talk those friends out of sharing a place, leaving her isolated. Uh, Quinn was quoted as saying, I was scared to leave. I was scared to tell anyone he'd act normal when other people were around and lay into me as soon as they were alone. Then apologized and said how much he needed and loves me. Her post alleges further instances of emotional and physical abuse, and she says she often had to hide from Holoka in the bathroom. So, yeah, eventually a friend helped her leave. <sighs> and uh, uh, Quinn alleges that not long after, Holoka banned her from an indie games company that he ran before then banning himself. That was nearly a decade ago, but Quinn says she was too afraid to speak out and had to skip the last couple of GDCs because she couldn't risk... Being around him or seeing everyone clap for him on stage, I don't blame her. So, but yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Well, first of all, again, I've had this conversation before on the noob shelter. My two cents here quit fucking around with the help. (laughs) Okay, keep your penis in your pants if you're in or if you're uh, uh And yeah. one of those incel motherfuckers That's on you If you're a red pill or fucking MGTOW Whatever the fuck they're calling them these days That's on you Okay, If you can't get laid Go buy a hooker You're working in the video game industry You can afford a $300 a month girl Jeez wheeze Get it out of your system You know what I haven't been laid in six months And I'm not out there sexually harassing women No I got my right hand in my imagination That's all I'll ever need <laughs>
2: Probably should have kept that to yourself, dude. <laughs> hey,
0: I'm we don't need uh... your left hand crying out. Me too. I, I, why? Why hide it? I don't care. It's cool. Whatever. Everybody masturbates, you know. But anyways, I'm just I'm getting to the point here that this is this is stupid. They, these people, I don't know how they get away with this shit for so freaking long. Speak up, ladies, please. Guys, too. There's been men. There, there there's other stuff in here about men being sexually accosted um not not just women guys speak up i know it's scary you could get black barred but look at what the the world that we are in today get out there make your voice heard speak up for yourselves take these sons of bitches out before they hurt somebody else you know exactly any any other comments guys
1: Oh, I... And
2: it got quiet. Honestly, it <laughs> right. Just a ma- I, honestly, I do believe it was just a matter of time before this um, it shifted into the video game industry. I'm not
0: surprised. I I'm surprised it ha- it didn't happen sooner. I'm surprised yeah. that that this that the 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 shit going on in the industry didn't kick off me too.
2: Well, that's know? just it yep. though. You have to. You also have to consider the fact that the gaming industry is by far more secluded, male dominant than the uh other entertainment industries
0: unfortunately. unfortunately so
2: that's why me too didn't kick off um sooner than it had yeah it's because of that yeah
0: it should have though but i mean it, it should have even if it, if it was you know um the entertainment industry that kicked it off the video game industry should have been close behind it shouldn't have waited this long it, it really shouldn't have. Sure. It should, it, I it should agree. Have. It shouldn't have. And I, 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 back anybody that has ever been sexually harassed—male, female, animal, vegetable, mineral. I don't give a shit if you've been sexually harassed. I got your back. Let me know who I gotta who I gotta look for, and I'll get my baseball bat and go knock him upside the head for you.
1: Okay, Major not, General.
0: That shit's um, not cool. <laughs> yeah, John. Mineral. Mineral. <laughs> I'm just covering all my bases, man. You don't know. You who's notice there. I
2: say okay they they're in Major General. I've been, right. I've
0: been, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek: Discovery, so I am the very yeah. model of a modern Major General. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what initially popped into my head. Anyway, so let's. What are you doing, dude? Let, let's oh, move
0: on God. to some lighter news. Um, I thought that would take a little bit longer, but I couldn't. The it's kind of. We're we're in an election season, everyone. So everything's kind of being swept under the rug right now. Uh, more people are worried about Donald Trump being a racist and Joe Biden's eye bleeding out or something like that. I don't know what the hell happened there. I guess I guess his eye, he, he popped a blood cell, a blood vessel in his eye. And when he was speaking, like blood was filling in his eye or some crap. I don't know. But that's the big news, though. Yes. Donald Trump's a racist. E-cigarettes are killing everybody and Joe Biden's eyes bleeding. (laughs) Yep. I can't get anything, but I got some stuff here and uh, some big news. Destiny 2 uh, steam transfers have begun. They actually began back on the week of August 22nd. The Great Destiny 2 changeover, course, has begun as in full swing. Bungie's big shooter doesn't go live on Steam until the 1st of October, but you can get your account ready for the move as of right now. The process is, of course, simple. Simple. Go to Bungie.net. Click on Get Started. Then select the account you want to move over. Bada bing, bada bang, Betty Boop. That'll take you to an account review screen to confirm that this is something you want to do. Obviously, it is. There's no hurry to get the transfer done, but you will want to do it because after October 1st, Destiny 2 will be gone from Battle.net, and so will your account. So done 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 done. So make it happen. I'm actually going to go do it I because so. I have Destiny 2 for the PC, and I know they're going to they they actually putting out crossplay too. So that that's coming. Uh, if it's not already out. So you can also transfer your PlayStation Four and Xbox One accounts if you want to, and then link them as prompted. So crossplay is here. That's huh. great. That's great. So if I can't play on my Xbox One because some Jamok's using the TV in the other room, I can hop on my computer and boot it up and keep continuing on my Titan.
1: Ta-da!
0: I like that. Yay! I don't have my yay sound. I got this. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Uh, so, we talked about Death Stranding, uh, last podcast, because, uh, GDC had come and gone, and I was excited. Did you guys actually get a chance to check out the trailers?
1: No, but I think there's supposed to be some live gameplay coming out here soon, too.
0: There will be, I'm not exactly sure, uh, but Death Stranded is going to feature a very easy mode so with their november 8 release date coming close and while we still don't have, still don't really have a clear idea as to what to expect from the gameplay uh director kojima is saying everyone should be able to complete it so he took to twitter and revealed death stranding is going to launch a very easy mode which is designed for people who may not be well versed in games Talk about all-inclusive. I am on board with this. So a good example would be uh, if you're one of those guys that never completed the first stage of Pac-Man, you can beat Death Stranding on very easy mode. That's how simple it is. You're pretty much just going to play through the story like you're watching a movie, a very long movie, I might add, but a movie nonetheless.
1: with a few press A to not die moments, I would imagine.
0: Exactly right. You're about to die. Press the X button. Oh, I'm going to talk right. about that one too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, press so I deal. thought I thought that's that's pretty cool.
1: I can't remember the name of the game anymore, but there was one on the PS2.
0: Not Perapa uh, the Rapa. Oh, that's PlayStation One. No.
1: No, not Parappa the Rapper. It Kick, was Punch
0: to Linda
1: <laughs> Onimusha.
0: Oh, Onimusha had that.
1: Yeah, they and had it it. various varying levels of difficulty, and it would prompt you. It's like, hey, I, we noticed that you keep dying on this one, boss. Would you like to step it back for this one fight?
0: You know, uh, if I remember correctly, the original Destiny. <clears throat> Maybe it wasn't Destiny. I'm thinking of another game, but there was a game that I played where it might have been the original destiny where if you are doing such a good job, it's like, do you want to up the ante? Yeah. You want to increase the difficulty? I'd be like, no, I'm enjoying the game for what it is. I don't (laughs) need like 10,000, like things coming at me, trying to kill me. I'm happy with the, with with, with the 5,000 things coming at me, trying to kill me. So, uh, so a couple things happened, uh, as you guys know, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add, John? I
1: mean, having another difficulty in the game that's easier doesn't make me want to play it on that easier mode. It doesn't affect most people. I don't exactly. know why people get so upset.
0: Well, it's no one's upset. Like I think it. they're no, actually getting... Uh... I think uh, uh, Kojima's actually getting uh, praise for adding a very easy mode because it makes more people want to play his game now. That, like, maybe we're not big fans of Metal Gear Solid because of said learning curve or they've never played that, that type oh, of yeah. game. and You know? So I, I think that no, everyone's liking this. This is really good. So.
1: Oh, there's always going to be those hardcore fanboys and naysayers. They're like, there shouldn't even be easy mode.
0: Ah, they can go suck an egg. Tonight, you will get your dick ripped off. That doesn't sound right, does it? So anyways, I want to move on to the next story we got. Uh, Blizzard's been in the news a lot. They've had a lot of good things happening, a lot of bad things happening. And a lot of weird things happening. Uh, one of the weirdest things that have happened—well, not necessarily weird—but somebody in China had some balls. This came out back in August 29th. This article, courtesy of GameSpot, Blizzard is suing Chinese developers over a massive infringement of the Warcraft license.
1: Dude's oh boy! Back.
0: Oh, let me see if I can find that clip. Give me a second. I'm trying to see if I can find uh, uh, this clip here. Hong Kong,
1: no more to stand with China. We need independence. Yeah. And what's your, what's your message to... Do, uh, you,
2: have you seen there Donald Trump? Do you think he should step in? Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? I had to get that one. <laughs> oh, I love that. What? Let me go back here real quick. China is China is asshole.
2: <laughs> uh, China is asshole.
0: <laughs> China what is. What is this? Wow. China is asshole. All right. So this is a, I'm going to actually drop this in the Facebook chat. Cause that's pretty cool. Uh, it's a YouTube video. Um, I, I heard this on another podcast. Uh, there's uh, some guy was, um, cause they got the Hong Kong protests going on. And they were asking this uh-huh. guy, this 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 Hong Kong uh, resident, if uh, Donald Trump should step in and do something. And he's like, "Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole." <laughs> Woo! That was great. Anyways, but, I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that because I know we're gonna have some issues with China in the upcoming year. Eh. But but anyway, so Blizzard is suing this Chinese developer. Uh, over massive infringement of the Warcraft license. So Blizzard Entertainment is suing a number of companies and individuals involved in the making of the free-to-play PC and mobile game Glorious Saga. The Overwatch developer alleges that the game is a massive infringement of its Warcraft intellectual property, stating that they created a game whose content is almost entirely copied from the Warcraft games and related products. Uh, uh, blizzard was reported, uh, a seeking a court order to stop the infringement and maximum damages for the serious and irreparable harm to blizzard and its business. Really? Bro. Did it really hurt you that bad? Defendants did not just copy a few discrete elements from Blizzard's Warcraft games The company claims in the suit Every character in the infringing game was copied from a character from the Warcraft games And many even bear the names of popular characters from the Warcraft games Such as uh, Jaina Proudmoore, Gul'dan, and Malfurion Blizzard is seeking $150,000 per infringed work Every monster, creature, and animal, and vehicle in the infringing game was copied from Warcraft games. Weapons, amulets, and other objects were taken straight from the Warcraft games without pretense. Audio cues and sound effects of uh, from the Warcraft games were reproduced for the infringing game. Uh. The suit claims that the defendants have Profited handsomely from Gloria Saga and its alleged copyright infringement. Even the game's mobile icon recreates the cover for World of Warcraft's Battle of Azeroth expansion, depicting a human and an orc locking eyes while snarling at each other. Blizzard alleges that the use of Warcraft material was willful and intentional. Wow. Five companies and two individuals are named in the lawsuit, including Gloria Saga's developer Instant Funds, and Cine Games, a subsidiary of Chinese software and tech company Cinecorp. CineCorp. So, yeah, that's. Uh... Blizzard alleges that this isn't the first isolated incident for the developer either. It claims that the company also advertises various unlicensed mobile games using the names and characters of well known intellectual properties such as Yu Gi Oh!, Naruto, and Pokemon. Uh... Take them down, Blizzard! Take them down, that's all i got to say. And if you didn't hear it the first time, here we go again. Oh, I screwed that up. China is asshole! China
1: is asshole! China is asshole!
0: I'm going to isolate that later. (laughs) We're going to use that! China is asshole! Um, So, more Blizzard news. Uh, this actually happened a couple days ago back on the 9th of September. We got something actually pertinent now for this week. Uh, Blizzard's uh, got DDoS to hell and back.
1: Xbox Live was down, too.
0: Really? I didn't know for a Live Yeah, I did not know Live was down. Was it the same kind of attack?
1: I, that's what it said on one of the I, things I was reading at the time. People were reporting it, but...
0: huh.
2: I think it was residual. Interesting.
0: Well, anyways, so uh, Blizzard uh, So Blizzard services have been affected by a server outage on Monday, mainly hitting WoW Classic players in the United States. Now, this is only for uh, mostly WoW Classic servers. WoW Classic servers are reportedly down in the U.S. affecting the biggest realms available, It is currently unclear what was causing the the server issue. Uh, One Twitter account is taking credit for... One Twitter account took credit for the server disruption claiming it was a DDoS attack. They provided a 30-minute warning before the WoW Classic server status problems were first flagged. Much of today's, pro- much of Monday's problems can be linked to that claim, but it is impossible to completely confirm it until Blizzard provided them- provides details themselves. They actually did update this article saying Blizzard had now confirmed that WoW Classic servers are suffering from a DDoS attack. We are currently monitoring said attack against network providers, which is affecting latency connections to our games, a message from the support team reads. Who the hell? Right. Why would they DDoS classic? It must be some like nerd dude that was like all pissed off about, you know, something. I don't know. Maybe Someone just,
1: got like, the drop he wanted, so he's going to shut down the servers for everyone.
0: Yeah, he didn't get his pauldrons of power or some shit. So he's like, bring it! <laughs> Uh, all my botnets, come together. Come, my botnets. Yes, yes, my little zombie drones. Go, fly, my monkeys. Fly to Blizzard. Fuck this actually, shit up.
1: <laughs> he probably was a gold farmer.
0: Ah, yeah, it might have been the freaking Chinese. No, I actually, I think they said it originated from, from the United States, though.
1: He uh, could still be a gold farmer here.
0: Yeah, okay, fine. China is asshole! So...
1: You just wanted to use that again.
0: I did. <laughs> Why lie? But yeah. Um, so let me see if there was an update. Because I know I took that. It's attack blizzard. Since we're here. Uh, Game Sutra. Let's see what you got here. Attack started around 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it was down all of September 8th. Uh, Blizzard got the classic servers back up and running the next morning. They've been sharing updates on the uh, outgoing attack, noting that as of last night, latency connections were still being affected. This was posted on the 9th. Distributed denial of service attacks are a recurring issue. Yeah, somebody got sentenced 27 months in prison in order to pay $95,000 He played a series of DDoS attacks, planned a a series of DDoS attacks against Daybreak Game Studios. Huh. Uh. That's interesting. But no, that's that's not the guy that did this. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Uh, That's for sure. So, we talked about GameStop earlier, a couple podcasts ago, about how they were going to, how they fired some of their top brass and a restructuring. Well, Game Informer. Which is owned by GameStop, announced on the twenty-second of August that seven members of their team were fired, were laid off. So, dear Game Informer community, yesterday as part of of the GameStop GameStop restructuring plan, our parent company eliminated the positions of about no, I'm sorry, it was a hundred. Oh, all right, so GameStop, I misread this. GameStop eliminated the positions of about 120 employees across its various offices. They, Game Informer, lost seven members of their team, our cohorts, compatriots, and friends of our 38 team members. They shaped us and made us who we are today, just like every member of Game Informer team who passes through this company. Here's an official statement from GameStop. As part of the previously announced Reboot initiative to transform our business for the future and improve our financial performance, We can confirm a workforce reduction was implemented impacting more than 120 corporate staff positions, representing approximately 14% of our total associate base at our company headquarters as well as some other offices. While these changes are difficult, they are necessary to reduce costs and better align the organization with our efforts to optimize the business to meet our future objectives and success factors. We recognize that this is a difficult day for our company and particularly for those associates impacted. Yeah, you just fired a bunch of people. They are probably douchebags anyways. I mean, GameStop is not known for it's like, oh my god, we love GameStop. No, they're known for freaking, you know, trying to uh-huh. shove shit down your throat. So if those guys got fired, then good on them, I guess. I don't know. Any thoughts?
1: At the end of that letter is basically like, uh, please uh, support them if you're hiring <laughs> each one has my highest recommendation
0: really let me check that out I, I missed that part uh let me see GameStop Restructures oh yeah I see that uh we appreciate the love that has poured out for GI and the affected team members Matt Burtz Elise Favis Javi Gwaltney Kyle Hillard Imran Khan <laughs> Jeff Marchiafava. I'm not even going to bother with that. Surreal Vasquez. They're so talented and so passionate. Please support them if you're hiring. Well, we're hiring. We just can't pay you anything.
1: And, and then basically they, they imply that they laid off these people to keep Game Informer going. Bullshit. For now, Game Informer lives to fight another day.
0: Your yeah. support is
1: appreciated.
0: Yeah, until they realize that nobody actually reads magazines anymore. And they'll shut the magazine down on that. That's another group of people that'll get kicked off. That's what happened with Nintendo. They shut down Nintendo Power because nobody reads magazines anymore.
1: You know? Nope. You know? So.
0: So we also talked about um, the... <laughs> <laughs> getting on to end of days here. Uh, we talked about a co- another podcast ago. We got It's mostly an updates episode. We're getting a lot of updates coming back in about stories that we did a while ago. Uh, we talked about uh, the area, uh, the initiative to storm Area Fifty One. Well, back on August twenty second, oh, uh, uh, an article came out that said they were uh, that that prompts that they were, the event was prompting emergency planning. So Tuesday, uh, back in August, one uh, marked the one month date until the Storm Area Fifty One event. That is uh, supposedly taking places and officials aren't taking any chances. Officials in the remote Nevada County where Area 51 is located are taking emergency measures to prepare for the possible influx of thousands of vis- visitors streaming from a viral Facebook event. At least two million people have signed up for the storm Area 51 Facebook event, which jokingly suggested trying to get a big group of people to storm the military base on September 20th. That's a couple days away. The event creators are now instead promoting a three-day festival in Rachel, Nevada, which is the closest inhabited location to Area 51. They've dubbed it Alien Stock. On Monday, the Lincoln County Commission conditionally approved an event permit for Alien Stock and another for the UFOlogy Expo, according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Commissioners commissioners also pre-signed an emergency declaration so officials can reach out to the state for assistance in case the event depletes the resources of the county were just... 5,200 people live. Lincoln County Commissioner uh, Commission Chairman uh, Varlin Higby told the Review Journal they expect up to 40,000 people invading the area for the two events. Oh, we're taking this seriously," Higby was quoted. With the possibility of 30, 35,000 to 40,000 people showing up, yeah, this is serious. Eric Holt, emergency, uh, County Emergency Manager, said he asked commissioners to pre-sign the declaration so that if they do decide to declare an emergency, they wouldn't have to wait for the next next commission meeting. No matter how many people decide to actually come to the area, officials stress that no one should actually try to storm the military base.
1: <laughs>
0: when the event began taking off in July, the U.S. Air Force made it clear that they are not joking around a spokesperson woman told the Washington Post that at the time the U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets so yeah I heard another article that the the guy one of the guys that started this is actually backing out he's not even going to bother going down there so I don't know what's happening with Storm Area 51 or Alien Stock as they're calling it now uh, (laughs) but more as this develops I always thought when I first heard this story though but that wouldn't be a bad idea. Why? Yeah. Storm area 51, but turn it into like a music festival, like Woodstock, you know, like get a couple of big name bands to go down there and, you know, and play some music for a couple days. That shouldn't be too bad of a deal.
2: So you want burning man,
0: not burning man. Cause burning man, there's massive orgies and fires being set. And it's more of a burning Man's more of an art thing. I'm thinking more of like, uh, an actual concert or a stadium type concert. Think of when, um, Metallica went down to, uh, Antarctica. That
1: like was that. the that thing.
0: That was, you guys don't remember that.
1: Uh, oh,
0: I remember that. That was a while ago. That was a long while ago. That was like back when I lived in New York, Bud light had this, uh, Budweiser had this promotion, like where they were sending people to Antarctica, With Metallica, so Metallica play a live show in Antarctica. I believe, I think they played at McMurdo. They did. Yeah, that was a thing. Metallica played Antarctica. You know who should have played Antarctica? Guar. because they're from Antarctica. Well, they're actually from Scumdogia, but their spaceship crashed in Antarctica, and they were kind of frozen there, so... Wow. I like noir. what do you want, man? Shh. Oh, you want a wow? Shh. You want a wow? I'll no. give you a wow right now. They're making a movie about flaming hot Cheetos.
1: Oh, god dang.
0: It's god. actually not what you guys think, though. It actually sounds pretty cool. So Just gonna... so long
2: as it's not as stupid as the damn uh, battleship movie.
0: Oh, no. Based so... on the
2: game.
1: What <laughs> is it? Is it Seth Rogen directing it? Is this going to be another sausage party?
0: Nope. Check I it. hope to God. Here it, we buddy. go. Here we go. So, I, that's what I thought at first, and that's why I clipped this. But when I read it, I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, they're making a Flaming Hot Cheetos movie. It sounds silly, yes. But... It's not going to kick off a connected snack universe that ends with the Doritos Los Tacos as the big bad villain of the franchise. It's actually oh. the real story behind the film is going to see. um, It's going to talk about how an, uh, an immigrant son came up with the idea for Flaming Hot Cheetos and saved the company and changed, an in- and changed the industry. Oh. So yeah. it's going to be okay. directed by Eva Longoria. Who's so making, it's the director- not. Really,
2: like the the topic of Flamin' Hot Cheetos is how they were invented.
0: Exactly. So it's going okay. to tell the real life tale of Richard Montez. He was unable to read or write when he began working as a janitor for Frito Lay at the age of eighteen and seventy six. However, everything changed for him when he asked a company salesman on a trip in the mid eighties. Uh, when he was asked to accompany when he asked to accompany a salesman on a trip in the mid eighties. During the outing, he realized the struggling Frito Lay didn't sell any spice snacks and was ignoring the Latino market completely. After experimenting at home with his own Mexican seasoning, he made the bold decision to call the CEO personally and share his idea. And that's where it picks off, uh, picks up. He pretty much invented Flaming Hot Cheetos. The CEO loved it, and boo, 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 this dude is like now vice president of multicultural sales for PepsiCo America which right. owns Frito-Lay. So that's going to be... That's awesome. So it's going to be kind of like... Um, what is that one movie that uh, I'm thinking of with M- Michael Keaton, The Founder? It's going to be like that, but less douchebaggy. Okay. Okay. So I- I'm down for that. And since we're talking about movies, <laughs> we're getting a fourth Matrix. Dude. Keanu Reeves and Carrie-Anne Moss will reprise their How role for the next Matrix franchise.
2: How? They died!
0: Uh, Reeves and, the, what, they? and Lana Wachowski are returning to the world of the Matrix. Uh, Warner Brothers chairman Toby Emmerich said Tuesday that a fourth Matrix is in the works. Oh, Keanu Reeves will be reprising his role as Neo, and Carrie-Anne Moss will be returning as Trinity in the film that will be co-written and directed and produced by by Lana Wachowski, who co-created The Matrix with Lily Wachowski. Now, if you remember, the Wachowskis were brothers, but they both had sex changes and are now the Wachowskis or Wachowski sisters. Lana Wachowski said in a statement that the ideas of The Matrix are more relevant than ever now, and she's happy to have the the characters back in her life. Emmerich says Wachowski is a true visionary. The first film hit theaters 20 years ago... Spawned two sequels that were meh and cumulatively made about more than $1.6 at the global box office. No release date has been set.
2: Wait. The Wachowski brothers did literally have a sex change? Yeah.
0: look, Google it.
2: Oh my god. They're now
0: uh, Lily and Lana Wachowski. They're now the Wachowski sisters. I believe oh, Lana Wachowski was the first one to have the sex change, and then Holy the other crap. brother followed and went to Lily. Yep, I shit you not. Oh my god! I did extensive research in that because I, oh. I wanted to make sure I was prepared for that story, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "Hey, to each she- their own. To each their own. I'm not. I'm not judging. But, yeah." So, some uh, uh, we got a bunch more movie news here. One of the biggest ones is the um, the divorce between Disney and Sony. Oh, that just pisses me off. Which means Spider-Man is no more. How the hell are they just going to remove him from the MCU? He played a I vital role in Endgame. <clears throat> he played a vital just, role.
2: Yeah, I know. I just really wish that uh, Disney wouldn't have been the douchebag in this. So
0: yeah. this, this, this story is kind of outdated but yes it was Kevin Fe- Kevin Feige's or Kevin Feig's um reluctance to continue producing the Spider-Man franchise that led to the disruption and Disney I think Disney offered a 50-50 split of the proceeds and Sony's like no No, they didn't it
2: wasn't an offer it was the fact that Disney wasn't happy with the amount that they were getting because it was uh, yeah. originally a 90-10 split
0: with yeah. 90% going, going to, to Sony, Sony and 10 going to Disney. Disney, Disney was wanted a 50-50 Freedy, and, they, wanted and a 50-50. they said no and Disney's like okay, we're walking away and we're taking Kevin with us. And Kevin was like, oh, I'm going to go with them because i got to keep my job and I don't blame nope. so them. That, that's kind of pretty much what happened. Um, so right now they as of right now, talks talks are over with. Uh, there will not be a new Spider-Man movie that is connected with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Far From Home was the last one. I'm sure they probably didn't wrap it up nice enough to, you know. I don't know if they can maybe recast the actor that plays Spider-Man and maybe give him a different role. Because from what I saw, I haven't seen Far From Home yet. If you guys did, Cool. No spoilers, please. I'm just going to give you my assumption of what it felt like the movie was going to be about. Obviously, you know, we got we got a big, big Marvel bad coming in. Um, But it sounded like that they were kind of gearing up Spider-Man to become the next Iron Man. Happy is there with him and whatnot. I mean, that might be the case. Maybe they can take the actor and be like, Okay, we're just gonna go ahead and push the timeline out and move you to doing this now. You're gonna be this person. I, I don't know. We'll see.
2: Well and see that's just it. But then it, they can't use the to though. Damn it. Well that's just it. Is if they had been if that was their original um plan for Peter Parker as the character within the MCU mm-hmm. they can just scrap it and go you know, go back to the comics. Because in the comics, uh who's it's it's his daughter that succeeds him as Iron Man.
0: Oh, that, okay.
2: She takes up that mantle. That's true.
0: Okay. So, and
2: I mean, we already
0: know now, my main question,
2: that's it, that she, he has a daughter. So
0: my main question is, and I've not, I've been Googling this nonstop and I can't find an answer. The, the initial deal between Marvel and Sony for Sony to have the Spider-Man rights Does that expire? When the hell does that expire? How long is that good for? Is it indefinite? I mean, because we've been doing this for a long, long time now with, you know, uh, the mutants being on the fox branch of the tree Spider-Man being on the Sony branch of the tree and everybody else being in Marvel and Marvel scooping up all their IPs back. And they got back the X-Men and every other mutant type force, including the Fantastic Four, which they could easily, easily put the Fantastic Four back into the MCU. Yeah. But but
2: that's just it though. As as far as Spider-Man, as far as the Spider-Man intellectual property is concerned, it is owned by Sony. Sony owns that property. Damn, how did they Uh, get away with that? Disney through, you know, Marvel through Disney was able to get back the X-Men and and all that because it was owned by Fox and Disney bought Fox or at least a portion of
0: Fox. So we just got to hope and pray that Disney buys Sony. Um,
2: It'll never happen, I know, but. I'm not gonna hope and pray that Disney buys Sony. Well, we gotta There's hope no. and pray that
0: like Sony starts folding and they need money and they sell off Spider-Man.
2: I'm hoping not. Why do you want Sony to keep Spider-Man? I want Sony to keep Spider-Man because, I mean, they. To me, at this point in time, Disney's the douchebag. Okay, I don't want. Disney Okay, to have- I, I get what
0: you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're okay. saying. They wanted more money. And yeah. you're pissed off because that, that's, that's what That's the only reason everything. why yeah. they want it is more money. And what I'm hoping for,
2: this is what I'm hoping for, is the fact that Sony now sees how Spider-Man was done and how well received it was by everyone who thoroughly enjoyed Tom Holland in that role. And I'm hoping that they take that and run with it.
0: You know what I'd like to see, though? Like, going forward, like, I don't want to see them scrubbing all of this and scrubbing Tom Holland and his, his Spider-Man. I want to see them, like, I don't know. I, I, I still want to see them somehow integrate it, but make it, like, you know, like, cameo here and there. And, like, oh, here's a $100,000 check for this cameo. Here's a $100,000 check for that cameo. Something like that. You guys got the money. I mean, that would be nice. I, I, I don't know. It the, would whole be thing, nice. the whole I thing agree. breaks my heart. The whole thing just but rips my heart out.
2: That That's just comes down to whether or not Sony and Disney can come to an agreement. Right. Period.
0: Well, you can be pissed at Disney all you want but and this is a perfect segue but Disney did do something pretty remarkable. So we all heard about that Disney Plus uh, app coming out uh, before yeah. the end of the year and they're planning on doing a a couple solo star Wars shows. One of them yep. is the Mandalorian, which I'm really excited about. The other one is an Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, series. And Ewan McGregor is coming back as Obi-Wan. Awesome. I am so fucking excited about that. Rumors have been swirling for years, uh, crescendoed in the past few months and are now mostly confirmed according to variety. Ewan McGregor is officially in talks to rejoin the Star Wars universe's Obi-Wan Kenobi for a limited series on the upcoming streaming service Disney+. Plus, According to yes. the Variety, no additional information about the series is currently available. In the past, there were rumors that Oscar-nominated director uh, Stephen uh, Daldry would direct the series, but his name was not mentioned in the report. Disney+, Plus has planned has a planned panel... Uh, at, at the D23 conference in Anaheim I'll have to look and see if I can find that where we'll where they'll likely get uh, well they'll likely hear the first official news about it um but yeah that would be pretty that's going to be pretty good I am so excited about that like you have no idea Obi-Wan or Ewan McGregor was a good Obi-Wan I think he was the only hit. he he was one of the few saving graces of the of the prequel trilogy so, um, And, and um, what's his face? For the life of me, I can't think of his name. Help me. He played Qui-Gon Jinn. Liam Neeson? Uh, yes. Yeah. He was good Qui-Gon. They should bring him back as a Force ghost in the last Star Wars movie. They should bring him all back as Force ghosts in the last Star Wars movie. <laughs> or the last Skywalker saga movie, I should say. So... I got two quick shots gen five of pokemon go pokemon are going to start appearing on september 16th so uh five days away everybody they also pokemon unlocked pokemon ultra bon- uh ultra bonuses have been unlocked in the mythical pokemon jirachi arrives so i have been playing pokemon go non-stop i mentioned uh that i am spoofing a bit here and there just because there's no raids in the area. But for the most part, I am walking around and getting some exercise and hitting poke stops and doing things. Um, so one of the uh, the major things that happened is they've been having for the month of September. They're having weekly on Wednesdays. They're having major Pokemon raids last weekend. I believe it was the three mythical dogs from from uh, generation Two. this week. This Wednesday was Deoxys. I don't. I think he's from Gen three. Um, uh, and then the week before that, they had um, oh, what's the the big green dragon thing? For the life of me, I can't think of his name. But Rawr. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got it on. I got a. I, I caught him in a raid. So yay! I Actually, found a raid that people were going to. Um, but yeah, they also released Missing No. and um, yep. the letters U L T R A to form Ultra. Incubators have twice the effectiveness Uh, They're going to be having a Mewtwo Raid uh, Next Wednesday I believe Um, And they have a new Special research that I've been working on To get the uh, Mythical Pokemon Jirachi So this is going to be going on all month Oh and they're also Supposedly I haven't seen it yet this week, for the next two weeks, I believe, uh, any eggs that you receive from your friends, <clears throat> seven-kilometer eggs, they will release the region exclusives. Uh, they will they will hatch the region exclusives Farfetch'd, Mr. Mime, and Kangaskhan. Oh. I have not seen those yet, and I think I'm being bullshitted. Quick shot! Boom. So, there was a new Guinness World Record achieved. I don't know spring. whether to actually
2: be about that because I just don't play Pokemon Go.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of people do so. But, anyways, you ju- you ju- we jumped into the next one already, Mike. Uh, so, there was a Guinness World Record that was yeah. achieved for yep. the most downvoted comment in Reddit history, and it belongs to Electronic Arts.
1: Yeah. Guinness-
0: Back in 2017, (laughs) EA was dealing with the mess that was Battlefront 2 and its hated loot boxes, which spurred the whole loot box legislation shit that's going on right now. During that time, an unknown community manager used the official EA Community Team Reddit account to respond to a complaint about unlocking characters. Over 600,000 downvotes, and two years later, EA's infamous comment has officially earned a Guinness world record. The record, was spo- <laughs> the record was spotted by Reddit user Amasha who posted a photo from the Guinness world record book for 2020 showcasing the record on the star Wars subreddit. The post had racked up over eight eighty thousand 80,000 upvotes. <laughs> the comment was posted back on November 12th of 2017 to the star Wars battlefront subreddit. The comment post is in full view still on the subreddit uh What's... so yeah i don't know what the subreddit is i think it's just star wars battlefront or something like that i'll have to look that up i'll post Hang a picture on, I'm of it. almost there i'll post a picture of uh, of the record and the post on the next um on the next newsletter but yeah i think that that i thought i had it pretty much wrap, wraps oh. everything up but i found
1: it it is Whew. It has a negative 683,000 downvotes.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
1: The next one, number two, is negative 88,906. Wow. And they literally were asking for downvotes.
0: Oh, my God. That, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah. All right. I think we're ready to wrap this up here. Let me just give me a moment. I got to load some. I, I, I don't have a. Uh... Oh, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Um, kind of a a last minute quick shot that I uh, wasn't aware of before we end. I know we're, we're over time, but so I had found out that. I don't know if you guys you guys have heard of the banana splits, right? Yeah. Did you know they made a horror movie about the banana splits? No. what yeah apparently there is a movie uh let me s p l i t Bla- banana splits it's called the the banana splits movie and the synopsis goes like this the film is based on the 1968 hanna barbera children's television series Uh, the plot follows a family attending a live tape of the banana splits television show, but trying to survive when the titular characters become murderous upon learning the cancellation of the show, starting a killing spree around the recording studio. (laughs) yeah. I'm going to drop the link in the chat. uh, That's freaking hilarious. I am so, so pissed off about that. Because I love the banana splits. When we first got Cartoon Network in Middletown, New York, I was watching that shit every night. I was like, "This is exciting! This is really cool, man!" I'm sad I missed this part of uh, my mom's childhood and stuff like that, you know. But yeah, so apparently it was released uh, uh, on. They had a screen. It was it was in limited uh, screenings, uh, July eighteenth of this year. And it was released on digital on August 13th and then released on DVD and Blu-ray on August 27th. I'm sad.
1: Is it on Netflix?
0: No, but you can probably Damn. just go online and pirate the shit. Yeah, that's true. I ain't watching it. I don't want to see my, my favorite my favorite uh, characters in I, costume killing people. <laughs> I'm curious.
1: I, I, I think it's a fantastic premise for a little indie horror flick.
0: There's a lot of people that are pissed though. Uh, what was the rotting tomatoes score on that? Let me see.
1: Oh, ooh, ooh! if it's under 10, it gets five points.
0: <laughs> the banana splits movie. <laughs> okay. So, um, Let me see here. So it got a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it got a 49% audience score. Mm. Yeah, so everyone's like, a lot of these people that are reviewing it probably never seen the Banana Splits, the actual TV show, and they think it's just some stupid fucking thing. But, yeah. I'm mad. I don't like it. Closing out.
2: I'm not a cow. I'm a pickle.
0: I didn't mean to hit that button, but okay. (laughs) That kind of (laughs) worked. Right. Anyways, I want to thank all you guys for downloading us and listening to us. Coming to you live from the Noob Shelter bunker, deep underneath the city of Tacoma, Washington. I am Matt Fugitive and joined with me by Fade to Black and... The Freebird himself, Rhydon. Oh, that's loud! Wow. Jesus, dude! <laughs> I'm gonna blow somebody's speakers out with that one. Thank you all. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning into the Noob Shelter. We'll wow. see you next week. You. Have yep. a good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye.
1: I got ants. Uh, I don't know if we, we had a, you know ants. We had ant invasion. Uh, I was thinking if you de- if you desiccated a big pile of ants and then ground them to a powder like a fine fine grind of black pepper. We were having dinner and. Uh, Yeah! I got an ant uh, somehow in the meal Uh and I ate it. These things are peppery. I got ants. I got ants. ants, they don't need a lot. And then you you see, you find all the ones that are roaming around you. I backed backed them off by doing the burning trick. You just torch them. And you leave them there. The only, there are occasional moments where there's an ant that you do not torch, and that's an ant that's carrying one of the dead ants back. I got ants. I got Ants. Got ants. I got ants. 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 ants.